You're asking Gooby and I to be nice? That's not happening. It's show us your DDs. Week 7. Let's get it. Welcome back to Show Us Your TDs. It's like the plague out here in the NFL world where players are dropping like flies. Speaking of dropping like flies, I'm here with my co-host, Melky, who's dropping in the standings of the fantasy world. Melky, how you doing over there? Ha, ha, ha. You know, fantasy football is like a box of chocolate. You never know what you're truly going to get. And my stress levels are through the freaking roof lately, bro. I don't know why. I don't know how the people at the bottom ever got used to this. This sucks donkey balls. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how you feel. I'm sorry. I I, I just don't. Don't worry, don't worry. Next season, when you don't have uh, Henry to uh, to carry your team, you'll you'll feel my pain. Uh, maybe more if I get first overall. Again. Unless you get the first overall pick, <laughs> knowing you're fucking lucky, you you would end up with the first overall pick. But you know what? Despite my pain, why don't we just open more wounds up with fantasy talk? Here we go. Enough about that crap. It's fantasy time, and Gooby, since your news is a lot better than mine, why don't you tell everyone how you did this week? Uh, I did okay. I mean, for my team, I did okay. Uh, let's go with uh, okay. I, I totally fucking lied. I absolutely <laughs> crushed it. Like absolutely crushed it. And when I'm talking about absolutely crushed it, I'm talking about fifty points crushed. Okay, I won. 148 to 98. Okay. Now, it wasn't all fun and games at the start. Uh, there was a little it was a little ups and downs at the start, but then then it got it rolling. Uh Matthew Stafford put up a hell of a game for me with 36 points. That that it, it Stafford's looking like like an, an MVP. Uh, yeah, I was going to say it, but I don't want to say it because, I mean, every time I say something about MVPs or number ones or top five, I always get yelled at. <laughs> no, it's so, because you say something stupid behind or after it, and that's why you get yelled at. Or you go with a top six, which makes no freaking sense. Uh, it does in this episode. <laughs> yeah, in this episode, but not every, not everywhere else. But anyways, continue. Uh, yeah, so uh, Matthew Stafford with 36 points. Um, Justin Jefferson didn't have a game. He had six points. Uh, I kind of figured that he was he was doing a mediocre uh, past couple games. So I expected him to not have a great game, especially against Carolina. Um, Buffalo or sorry, not Buffalo. Uh, AJ Brown versus Buffalo. That was a that was a great game. We'll get into that a little bit later. Nine points by AJ Brown. Derrick Henry. Whew. The king to my queen, Derrick Henry, thirty-three points. I appreciate it. And uh, over here, top. Would five. you like a moment alone? Uh, yeah, maybe. maybe. <laughs> Sounded like you're about to cream yourself. Yeah, I, I, I do sometimes when I see Derrick Henry. Come on, now who doesn't? He'd throw you around like a rag doll. You that, wouldn't walk ever again. That, that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> uh, top five running back over here, Daryl Henderson. <laughs> not a top five but keep going if you if you guys could see our group chat oh my god uh, this man keeps advocating that henderson is a top five it's not even close you're just biased and you have a hard on for him too because if he wasn't on your team you wouldn't give a rat's ass about him oh i probably would i mean he like okay so i'm not gonna get into the whole thing but <laughs> consistently he's put up double digit points all season, except for the game he didn't play, obviously. Uh, this this week, he put up 22 points. Miles Andrew, 12 points. Brandon Cooks. It's not Miles Andrew. It's Mark. Mark Andrew? Oh, Mark whoa. Andrews, buddy. <laughs> Marky See, Mark. 
Why do I always call him Miles? I have no idea. He looks like a Miles. You're like fusing him and someone else together. I probably am. Uh, Brandon Cooks, I played in my uh, flex spot because I really didn't have anybody else, uh, even though Ruggs balled out on my bench. Uh, Brandon P- Cooks got 8.9, McManus 6, and Dallas defense. Trayvon Diggs, another INT, another touchdown, 13 points. Love it. Melky, what do you think about this crushing def- uh, defeat that Kevin took? No, he took it. He took it right in his tight end. (laughs) (laughs) All right, buddy. He had no chance. He had no running backs. Um, His lineup is depleted with Saquon down. And um, what's the Seahawks running back? Oh, uh, uh, Carson. Carson, yeah. Carson down and (laughs) not having luck at all. I I got a text from Alan in our uh, fantasy. He's like, what the fuck are you doing? Just make up your mind. Because I kept on picking up player running backs yeah. and then i would drop them the next day but this guy fucking picked Kenyon drake out of all running backs and he balled out i got a little worried there for a minute 19 points for Kenyon drake did he play him yeah he played him okay like f- good for him i messaged him i was like that's a great pickup good job I- i'm yeah. like i'm like sitting fucking patrick Mahomes, but that's, <laughs> that's another year <laughs> that's, that's old news, buddy. Old news. But yes, no, sir. congratulations. But, you're uh, you're soaring, unlike the Eagles this season. And uh, it looks, I think you have number one spot in the rear view. Yes, sir. Four and two right now. The number one's five and one. What are you looking like from last week? Like hot flaming garbage. Like serious. Seriously, I lost to not a Bears lineup who had really nobody in her freaking lineup, and I lost. 108 to 85. I was projected to smash her. And guess what? My ace in the hole, Justin Herbert, decides, I'm not going to play well. The Ravens are just going to attack me and do everything possible to stop me. Yeah. So we're going to go back to Melky's finger pointing because it's not my fault this week. It's their fault. (laughs) So starting with Justin Herbert, 15 points. Really? Like, come on, man. I sit you last week and pay the consequences. Then I play you because you're supposed to be hot and you fuck me. You royally fuck me. So fuck you. Uh, Jamar Chase can't even get me to 10 points, man. Like he got me 9.7, but not even 10. No touchdown. You almost had one. It's the Lions, man. It's the Lions. For shame. Austin Eckler, you suffer the same feat as Justin Herbert. A mere fucking five points. Like, bro. You were one of the hottest running backs going into last week, and you stunk. You stunk worse than Gooby's poop. Antonio Gibson. Those stink for people who don't know. (laughs) Antonio Gibson, you're killing me, bro, because I don't know if you're hurt or if you're not, but you only got me two points and you fumbled two. So you're, you're playing with my strings right now, practicing, not practicing. I don't know what the fucking, I don't know what to do, but I picked up your backup, so thank God for that. Darren Waller, I swear to God, man, if you have one more bad game, one more bad game, you have not done anything this season except for week one. Fuck I, you. I got a question. Didn't last season of Show Us Your TDs, you said he was a top three tight end? He still is a top three. Not a chance. Yeah, he is. If you Maybe go top around, five, but not top three. He's a top three. It's just his quarterback sucks. And Gruden, thank God the curse of Gruden is over with. I think he's going to actually have a nice game this week. Not a big game, but nice enough where it shows up on the stats. But right now, he's killing me and killing me softly. And Chase Claypool, Mr. Oh, I'm going to put up 19 points when you don't play me. And then get a mere measly one fucking point. Like, seriously, Canadian Maple, Canadian connection right here. This is why I chose you. <laughs> it's better than negative not. Point nine that I got last week. Yeah, well, you were dumb to pick up Nakeem Hines. But yeah, like (laughs) these guys are killing me. I'm two and four now. I'm in second last place. Adam is still in last place because Adam's team sucks hairy balls. But I need to make a huge comeback this week. So, Gooby, who are you playing this week? Uh, I am playing how I met Cass, your mother. And uh, beat beat her for me, too. I would love to beat her, but the problem is, okay, it was not really a problem. It's more like 
uh, just a known fact that she beat the number one spot last week. So uh, that's a little worrisome that she beat our top player uh, in our fantasy league. Yeah, but, but she also had Dak Prescott in her uh, in her in her lineup. And this is where I'm going. She has so many people on a buy this week. She has Dak Prescott on a buy. She has Drew Knox on a buy. Uh, she's got Robinson on a buy, Pollard on a buy, uh, Johnson on a buy. Everybody she has, like her whole entire bench is on a buy. So that being said, uh, I'm facing uh, Matt Ryan. Uh, Devontae Adams, DK Metcalf, that's going to be a problem because Justin Jefferson is on a buy for me. So I'm placing Ruggs in his place. He did do well last week with 15 points, so I can't complain. Derrick Henry, obviously. Uh, Daryl Henderson's my second running back going against Joe Mixon and uh, Williams of Denver. I got God, or sorry, she's got Goddard versus Andrews. Um, I got Cooks in my flex. That might change to Devontae Smith. I'm not sure yet. Uh, she's got Myers. She's got Suckup as her kicker. McManus is my kicker. And I'm playing New Orleans defense against Geno Smith because why not? <laughs> and uh, she's got Las Vegas. Uh, I'm predicted 118 to 103. I, I should have this in the bag. A.J. Brown is questionable if he is I hope Galladay is going to start. It doesn't look like he is. Uh, if not, it's going to be Devontae Smith, and I could be in for a beating if A.J. Brown doesn't play and put up some points. Uh, uh, hold up. Hold up. Did you say she has Geno Smith? No. New Orleans okay. facing Seattle. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, she got, no, she's got Matt Ryan, which is okay. a okay pickup against Miami. But I'm saying uh, New Orleans facing Geno Smith is a great pickup for me because – Dallas defense is on the bye. I almost had a heart attack. You saying she had Geno Smith. I was about to laugh so hard, and that would have been the stupidest pickup <laughs> in this season because Geno Smith ain't doing shit. I don't care who you are. I don't care how long he's been in the league. He's terrible. That's that exactly why I picked up New Orleans defense. Uh, so, Melky, uh, that being said, do I have a good chance, or is it okay? I think you are going to beat her because her her bread and butter is not around. Yeah, she's got the wide receivers, but Geno Smith's throwing it to DK. What did DK do last week with Geno? Exactly. Uh, is it nothing? Yeah, 5.8 points. Yeah, I think that trend's go- going to continue. They used the running game with Collins last week. So look if he's playing or whomever running back is in, look for the running game to be uh, used a lot more. So I do believe you have a good chance of beating her, and that's good for me because once I win, I'll shoot up in the standings, and she can drop to the bottom where she belongs. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Uh, Melky, who do you got this week? Oh, the Milkman is facing the Cook Show this week. He is in the same boat. I think everyone's in the same boat. I'm in the same boat uh, with the bye weeks. Uh, He's got a lot of bye weeks and injuries, so... The quarterback matchup is Ryan Tannehill, which I'm using. He's playing KC, which played no defense whatsoever. So hopefully it's not just a Henry show. It's a full-out team show. No, going Henry up against, show only. Well, he can throw it to Henry. How's that? <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll take that. Dump-offs right. are good. He's facing Patrick Mahomes. Obviously, we give it to Mahomes. I got uh, Jamar Chase versus Cortland Sutton. We'll give it up to Chase. Jalen Waddell against Calvin Ridley. Give it to Ridley. Antonio Gibson, as of right now, and Miles Sanders versus Chase Edmonds and Corey Patterson. We're going to leave that as a wash because everything is unknown at this point. Darren Waller versus Evan Ingram. Even though Waller has sucked hairy balls, I'm still going to give it to Waller. Right now, I got Collins, who could be hurt, versus Mark Ingram. We're going to give it to Collins, too. And kicking those field goals, we got Matt Prater. Mr. Old Reliable versus Jason Myers from the Seahawks. We'll give it to Prater. And we got to battle the defenses. My L.A. Rams against the Detroit Lions. <laughs> and he picked the Sweet Carolina Panthers, and they're playing the G-Men, who my Rams annihilated last week. Yes, <laughs> he gave me like a whopping 16 points. 
So the projections right now are 104 to 101. So it's going to be a tight affair. Gooby, am I actually going to get a damn win this week? Well, your defenses are awash because they're both playing fucking just terrible teams. Daniel Jones threw three interceptions, I think, last week. So, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, you're, you're starting Tannehill. You might get some points out of that because Casey's defense is just terrible. So I feel like it might be just like a, a throwing fest. Down I in want, uh, where is I want it, it to be a shootout and like yeah Henry can do his thing but like just little little lob passes to Henry and then let Henry find the end zone yeah. you know it is in, it is to... in Tennessee so uh, I said down in Casey but no it's in Tennessee so that's that's all obviously a good thing for you um, you got the wide receiver matchup I don't think I don't like Calvin Ridley this year like he's he's mediocre at best and Sutton Sutton he, I mean he's had a, three good games so he's three three out of three um but yeah all in all i don't trust anything out of denver right now no i don't trust denver in general they're they're uh they're 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 quite trash yeah isn't that right isn't that right kevin it sure is yeah i I know you i know you're listening to this (laughs) yeah anyways yeah i think you can get the win um like like you said everybody's kind of hit getting hit with the bye week this week uh so you're you're doing well with what you have, and I I, I think you can pull a, a a win. It's gonna be close, but you got this. So I hope so because I like I said I can't take another freaking loss. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know what? Let's get into some NFL news. Uh, what do you got for us this week on NFL news? Oh, on the highlight reel, let's start with the Baltimore Ravens silencing the LA Chargers. Ravens defeat defeat the Chargers 34 to 6 at home. Lamar Jackson uh, goes for 167 passing yards, one passing TD, two INTs, and 51 rushing yards, while Justin Herbert went for a merely 197 passing yards, one passing TD, an INT, and rushed for 12 stinking yards. With this win, Gooby, are the Ravens sending a message to the entire AFC? Um, yeah, I mean, I don't know what was going on with the Chargers, but they just did not look like themselves Um, to, to lose 34 to six. Yeah, the, the, the Ravens are showing up and they're like, hey, you know what? We beat our kryptonite so we can beat you, too. Uh, I, I think they're they're I think they're in contention to to uh, do some damage in that uh, conference. Well, they and they just acquired another weapon in Bateman, who's coming off IR. So there's another arsenal for Lamar's um, weaponry. Yeah, and and like the Steelers, <clears throat> they're not catching up anytime soon. Like I know they're doing okay now. They're uh, two and three in the last five. The Browns, again, they're. I just I don't see them doing anything. Bengals maybe, but that's going to be a close call. Bengals are young. The Browns are acting like they're, they're smelling like their color. Uh, yeah, black and yellow. I don't trust Roethlisberger, so look out for, look out for the Ravens. Yeah, no, 100% look out for the Ravens. Uh, let's stick with the AFC. Uh, Tennessee Titans take a win versus the Red Hot Bills in a close game of 34-31 to 31 upset. Melky, that was a game and a half. Um, man, we're getting some great games this year, and this is one one of the, I would say, top five games of the year so far. What do you think about this game? Yeah, especially on Monday night. Look at, we've had like three classic Monday nighters. So the NFL is doing something right. This game was awesome. I mean, I was, I was keeping score because I was playing against Josh Allen and I had Stefan Diggs. And everything was kosher up until Allen threw that TD to Cole Beasley. And then I'm like, nah, and it's over for me. But it was a great game. Henry's a monster. Uh, His numbers, 143 rushing yards, three rushing TDs, and three receiving yards. He's just a freak of nature. And I got a question for you, Gooby, since this is your king. This is the king to your queen. 
So we know he's the best back in the NFL. No ifs, ands, or buts. Now, can he win the league MVP being the best back in the NFL? The way he is going right now, if he can keep the pace, 100%. 100%. He, he will take the league MVP if he keeps going at the pace he's going. The problem is running backs don't keep that pace. Eventually, they start to wear out and injuries happen. I'm obviously hoping not an injury happens because that guy's carrying my fucking team. I am. Screw you. <laughs> <laughs> but um, that being said, if he keeps this pace, uh, if he gets over 100 yards per game, and at least a couple touchdowns throughout the rest of the season. I, I, I can't see why not. What about you? What do you think? You think he can take it? He can because look at what Adrian Peterson did when he came back from his uh, torn ACL. He ended up, even though they say Peyton Manning should have won it, fuck that. AP was a beast that year. He can. The problem is it's a quarterback-driven league, and it's always about the quarterbacks. So it's a long mountain to climb so to speak or a hill to climb but if anyone can do it and defeat all, all odds it's Derrick Henry yeah and and the, the shitty thing is though to that question is like they also kind of I, I feel like they're biased and they're like oh if you're in a good division and you win that division and it's because of that one player that player should get MVP they're not in a good division so it's not like it's a surprise that they're probably going to ca- come out on top Jacksonville sucks. Houston doesn't have anything. And the Colts are just, I don't even know what's going on there. Like, they have Carson Wentz. That should explain everything. Yeah. He's a, <laughs> he's an Eagle at heart. So he sucks. <laughs> <laughs> well said. Well said. No, but go jumping on what you just said, which is great, great articulation, by the way. It doesn't matter if they're in a shit division. If he's like putting up monster numbers like this, like let's say he just does this every game all the way through, that's still yeah. pretty impressive. You're not, it's not like you're playing, yeah, you're playing your division more times than anyone else, but you're still playing other um, opponents. Yeah. Uh, whether they be, t- whether they be tough or not, you're still putting those numbers and those stats up. And to rush for that many yards and to have three TDs and just bulldoze over everyone. And stiff arm everyone like it's nobody's business is really remarkable. Who do you think's a close second? What running back? No, just MVP. He's not the front runner right now. He Who's, would be second. He would uh, be second on my second. list. Murray. Who's first? Murray. Who's first? Yeah. Not Tom Brady. No. No Murray. Uh yeah. I would, I would say yeah, I would say yeah, Murray. It, it was Josh Allen, and then losing losing to the Titans. Threw him all the way back to like maybe five, four or five, because I, I think Lamar. I think Lamar is has leaped over him. I think so. Let's hey, let's just have a hypothetical list. I was okay? literally about to do my top five. Right yeah, now. let's just have a hypothetical list. So, um, Murray one. Um, yes. Yeah, King Henry two. Bias, by the way, King Henry, Henry two. two. Yep. Lamar three. Yeah, Lamar Jackson. What he what they did. What he's been doing. He's throwing the ball a lot more, and it's making Hollywood Brown a better player. He's actually affecting that offense in a positive way. Lamar, Lamar they Jackson, five and one, two, yeah. yeah Lamar Jackson, yeah, Lamar. Yeah, Lamar Jackson, uh, three. I and this pains me to say this, and I don't even want to. Aaron Rodgers, four. They're quietly having an unbelievable season too. Yeah, after that week one loss. Dak, Dak Prescott five. That was gotta where give it my to, bias is gonna come in, but got, I might gotta change. give it to Dak at five. And who do we actually? Yeah, Dak, Dak at five, Josh Allen at six. So, so Josh Allen's not even in the top five. So those those are my top five MVP candidates right now. Yeah. See, so this might be a little bit biased. You're always biased, so I'm not. I'm not surprised. It's going to be half your fantasy team. Actually, you know what? No, <laughs> I agree with most of it except for number five. Um, and it, it it's a you toss up. Flip, you could flip. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. You could yeah. flip Dak and Aaron Rodgers with me. Like I would. I might even put Dak at four, 
and Rodgers. No, Aaron, Aaron Rodgers is four, yeah. but I, I'm thinking of somebody else who's on my team who's killing it. And Henderson is not an MVP he's not candidate. Henderson. <laughs> okay, it's Matthew Stafford. It was until he he got decimated, embarrassed by Arizona. Yeah, but I mean Arizona is like technically the best team in the league right now. So who isn't getting decimated? Arizona, Arizona has played two or two two really good teams, and all the other teams are are mediocre. It's like the Cowboys, and people say, "Oh, you haven't played anyone good." Fine, we played. One really good team in L.A., and we upset Bill Belichick. I'll call it an upset because we never win there. So, but I could I could say the same thing about Dak Prescott. You barely beat New England, and they're yeah, not but, even a great team. Yeah, but for him to make that throw in overtime to C.D. Lamb, that was a thing of beauty. He wouldn't have done that two years ago. So wait, are we seeing Mac Jones is like top five then too because he made a miraculous – throw for a big ass touchdown on, no uh, that was the stupid play of um the safety and and trayvon that was their stupidity they were too busy celebrating his his pick all right all right let's, anyways let's move on you know that can be a uh, segment for another episode yes, but that's, yeah, that's my, a good one that's my top five so far that's gooby's top five moving on so we're moving on so we talked about the cardinals speaking of those cardinals they're still perfect they uh Beat up on the Browns, thirty-seven to fourteen, on the road too. Kyler Murray posting two hundred twenty-nine passing yards, four passing TDs. Goddamn, six rushing yards only. While his counterpart Baker Mayfield uh, posted two hundred thirty-four passing yards, two passing TDs, an INT, eight rushing yards, and two fumbles. And he also injures his his um his shoulder. Injured his yep. shoulder on his non-throwing arm, and he's actually out tonight on the Thursday nighter. So, Gooby, my question for you is: Are the Browns overhyped? Did we overhype them this season? I don't think so. I mean, how how many games has Chubb been out? Two now, two he's games, two. only yeah. two. And Chubb Chubb is oh, obviously top ten running back in the league uh, when he's healthy. Um, their receiving core could use a little bit of work. I'm not a big fan of Odell Beckham Jr. Uh, Peoples-Jones is decent. Um, but I think if they could get a good – like, I know they, Odell Beckham Jr. is have good, Landry. I think they have Landry. Who, they have Landry who was activated today. Landry is a great um, wide receiver. Yeah, so Jarvis Landry coming back is a huge – Huge win for them, but with Baker out, Case Keenum, I don't think he'd pull it off. Uh, so I don't think they're overhyped. I think they're just under-delivering. I don't know. Well, going to Case Keenum, he was the miracle in, Min- he was the miracle in Minneapolis a couple of seasons ago. Yeah. <clears throat> and then he got yeah. kicked to the curb for uh, stupid Kurt first cousins. <laughs> <laughs> I like Kirk Cousins. I don't at all. He he screwed me over royally. Fucked me over worse than a paraplegic Vietnamese prostitute. Like, big there time. Uh, <laughs> <clears throat> no, but going back to the question, they are overhyped. I don't have any faith in Baker. <clears throat> For anyone to say they can win a Super Bowl with Baker, they are, they are wrong because Baker has all this talent in front of him. He's got Kareem Hunt and Nick Chubb. You've got Landry, People Jones, you've got Austin Hooper, you've got Njoku, you have Odell, you have, yeah, but still, like, even just the name alone, we're going by what's on paper. You have yeah. all all these weapons at your disposal, and you're still shit. You know, you're too busy making those damn commercials up in Ohio. You should <laughs> focus on your playbook, and maybe, just maybe, you'll get your Browns, your beloved Browns, into the playoffs, because right now... You are poo poo, like the color, like the color you are, the color that your name is, poo poo. Uh, speaking of not poo poo, the Cowboys improved to five and one. Yeah, they with did a, with a with a win in what was a crazy last quarter and a crazy OT, winning thirty five to twenty nine, while number seven gets his seventh. And if you don't know what that means, that means. Trayvon Diggs gets a seventh interception, and 
brings the Cowboys back, and then fucks the Cowboys over on coverage, and then Dak Prescott saves the game. Uh, that was a crazy game. I love that game. That was oh, that that one. Now I know I've been saying the the Tampa Bay game was my favorite Cowboy game. This one was probably a one of my favorite Cowboy games this year because like it was just incredible. I know we should have probably stomped New England, but it is what it is. What do you think of this game? I don't think we should have stomped New England because they are still really good defensively. Yeah. Uh, they, you know, it's Bill Belichick and he's an expert on defense. So it wasn't going to be a cakewalk. Uh, Dak did make a few mistakes that worried me a bit, you know, with the in- end zone fumble. And yeah. I think he threw a pick as well. Yeah, he threw an INT as well. But despite all that, though, Dak posts 445 passing yards, three passing TDs, and 10 rushing yards. He doesn't like to run anymore. And then on top of that, CD Lamb goes off for 149 passing yards and two TDs with the second one being the winner. You know, it's a magical season this far, especially what Diggs is doing. Uh, Is he the best corner in football? Now, before you answer that, before you (laughs) answer that, let's dive into a new segment we call Pick 6. Yes, sir. So this segment is... Since pick six, if you're not familiar with the term, it's when a corner, CB, cornerback, defensive back, intercepts the ball and runs in for a touchdown. So Gooby and I have decided to make a list of the top six cornerbacks in the NFL right now. So Gooby, why don't you start us off with your number six? My number six, even though he doesn't have any interceptions, he doesn't have any fumble fumble recoveries or forced fumbles, is Jalen Mills of the Patriots for the reason that you just said that, you know what? They're still good defensively, and they're still stopping top-tier teams. And, yes, I am now saying Dallas is a top-tier team in the NFL right now. Uh, so, for that reason, Jalen Mills gets my sixth spot. Who is your sixth spot? Well, we seem to like Patriots or former Patriots. I'm going to go with a former Patriot who is cast aside – and sent to the Carolina Panthers. He's a stud when he's healthy. It's Stephon Gilmore. Uh, it was definitely the backbone of the Patriots defense. And arguably, arguably the best cover corner in the game when healthy. All right, all right. I like it. Uh, who's your number five? We're going to go to Buffalo. You know, the land of chairs, tables, and women. And we're going with Tredavious White. Now, he's a combination of veteran savvy and athleticism, has the movement skills to stick on receivers running any route. He's my number five. He's a stud. He gets it done. Who's your number five on your list? I'm going to I know I I know I was going back and forth with myself because I wanted to pick a rookie, but I ended up not picking a rookie because, you know, he hasn't done what I thought he would. But at the same time, I think he's going to be up and coming. But um, certain Patrick certain was going to be my number five, but I took him off. Uh, Marshawn Lattimore, one interceptions for the Saints. Uh, that that dude's just—he's unreal. And it's like one of those guys that you know you're not going to throw to, because like you know it's going to be hard. And if you do throw to him, you're going to get fucked. And for that reason, you know, and he's keeping the Saints defense still relevant i think he's the heart and soul of that defense yes sir hands down hands yes down. sir so yeah for that reason uh marshawn Lattimore is my fifth uh going into my fourth now this one was a toughie <laughs> because I, I i i had it switched i had four and three and then three and four and i was like i don't know what to do uh byron murphy jr Three INTs for the Cardinals. Like, there's a reason why this team's the best in the league. And, yeah, it's Kyler Murray and that offense. But at the same time, this defense is putting up a show. And defense wins championships. Come on now. We've all heard it. We all know it. Defense wins championships. And this guy's leading this defense right now. Uh, Melky. Yeah, that's a sweet pick. Uh, I went to the city of Baltimore 
And I went with Marlon Humphrey. Now, he's a pass-defending machine who has matched double-digit pass breakups in each of the last three seasons. He is a monster. He sticks on you like glue, and he's huge. He will stop you at by any means. That's why he's my number four. Okay, I like it. What do you got in your three spot? Well, we're flying all the way down to South Beach because, you know, you and I love the scene there. And we're going with Xavier Howard. Now, he's a critical component of the Miami secondary. Intercepted a league-high 10 passes in 2020. That's what aggressive cornerbacking is all about. He's my number three. Easily could have been up up at the top, but he hasn't done much this season. Yeah, no, uh, I agree. He hasn't done much, uh, but in the end, the name's the name, and you know that he is a top-tier, top-six cornerback in the league. Now, for my last, th- for my last, t- or for my next two, by the way, I'm picking two players from two, obviously two different teams, but from up-and-coming teams. Tredavious White is my number three. One forced fumble this year. I know he doesn't have INTs, but come on, man. The Bills are the real deal. This, there's a reason why we, we picked him to go to the Super Bowl this year. You know, Josh Allen's killing it. Stefan Diggs is doing good. You know, their run game between Zach Moss and, uh, was it Singletary? Yeah, Devin Singletary. Yeah, they're they're doing they're they're doing things that you know the Bills haven't seen in a while, and then this defense is just killing it. So I can't complain with that defense. Um, so for that reason, Tre'Davious White, my number three spot. I know you well. You had him in your fifth spot, right? He was at number five. Yeah. Yeah. So my number two, and I feel like me and you are gonna be biased <laughs> for. For, for this pick six segment, uh, my number two, I know it's probably your number two, Jalen Ramsey. It's the name, man. You can't go wrong. It's the Rams. Their defense is incredible. I think they're top three defense in the league right now. Uh, they're, they're just killing. He's got one INT on the season, so I can't complain. Melky, who's your number two? Usually you're right about your intuition, but you're not this time. This, I debated, go back and forth. Don't you dare say his name. And I got to go number two. Even I'm going to hang up with this call in a second. <laughs> <laughs> Even though he's posting career numbers and he looks like the next Deion Sanders, I'm going number seven, Trayvon Diggs. Gooby, what a difference one year makes. He went from second guessing to knowing where the ball is going to be. Leads the league with seven takeaways. Yeah, it was tough, man. Like, I I think this segment has more to do with names because any other any other list, Trayvon would be number one. But now I'm going to reveal my number one. It's Gooby's number two. It's Jalen Ramsey, a perennial problem for wide receivers everywhere. He is a game changer of the highest order and has the film to back it up. He is the definition of the prototypical cornerback. It is one Jalen Ramsey in the city of angels. Yeah, definitely. First ballot hall of famer, I think. Um, Yeah. But yeah, like I, I'm biased. I I, I had no back and forth on this one. My number one, Trayvon Diggs, like uh, Melky said earlier, seven INTs. Two touchdowns. You know what? The record for INTs is 14 in a season, held by Dick Lane in 1952. And this dude is on his way to crushing this record. Um, he hosts a, what an IT in all all his games so far. So it's it's looking good. I don't want Jinx it knocking on wood that you know he he takes the record. Uh, and also, you know what? He's close to the. The record for defensive touchdowns. He's got two right now. He needs four more to tie the record. So, who knows? It's doable. But you know what's crazy? Before uh, his older brother, Stefan, got his touchdown on Monday, he was ahead of his brother in TD receptions. <laughs> two to one. Now they're tied. 
Which is weird for like a cornerback, man. Like, bro, like I'm beating you in touchdowns and you're a wide receiver and you play on the offense. Yeah, exactly. It was they probably have something to talk about around uh, Thanksgiving in November. Yeah. So, uh, you know what? Speaking of wide receivers, though, let's get into Boomer Bust, everybody's favorite segment. Um, I'm going to start us off with my first Boomer Bust, who is on my fantasy team. Um, you know what? I'm going with Henry Ruggs III. You know, Ruggs has proven himself that he is a deep threat in the Raiders offense. Look for him to be a boom as a flex or a bye week replacement versus the Eagles on Sunday. Even though he only has two touchdowns all season, the sky's the limit for him. As the Eagles have lost four of their last five games, I feel like it'll be a shootout in Las Vegas with Ruggs nagging most of the receptions for the Raiders. Um, he put up 15 points last week. I think he got a touchdown. Uh, I didn't start him. I should have started him, but he's looking good. I think he's going to be their number one wide receiver going out. I know it's been a back and forth between him and Renfro. Uh, so, yeah, what do you think? I don't think Renfro's the number one. He Renfro, Renfro is the slot, uh, kind of like a Cole Beasley or um, – uh, what's the guy? What's the guy that reunited oh. with Aaron Rodgers? Oh, uh, Cobb. Yeah, or Randall Cobb. He's like that type of quarterback or wide receiver. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna agree with you. He's a boom. He's got the speedy legs to do it. The Eagles secondary is trash. I mean, they can't even catch a cold if it was right in front of them. So look for him to like have the open space while they double team Waller and Waller fucks me over again. So yeah, pick him up if he's available in your um. In your waiver wire, because he's definitely he's a boom a, this week. I, I think on the Yahoo, he's available in like 67% of the leagues or something like that. So he's out there, people. Pick him up. Grab him, especially if you have bye weeks, bye week players. Yes, sir. All right, Who you so, got going on? So I mentioned this player earlier. Um, we're going to go with a kicker. Matt Prater. Showing age, showing age, just, age is just a number. The, car, the Cards kicker has hit double digits four of the six times this season. Look for that to continue as he faces a terrible Houston Texans defense. He's a boom. He's got the leg that that makes the kick sound boom. You should pick him up if he's available. I love this matchup, and he's Mr. Reliable in my book. So, yeah, that definitely a big boom. I had Prater the last two seasons as my kicker in uh, in my fantasy league. So, yeah, that's a great pickup, uh, especially if you need a kicker. If your kicker's on a bye, you know, kickers are always streamed. So you'll probably find them in most of the leagues in the NFL right now. Or, sorry, not in the NFL, but on fantasy uh, wires. So, yeah, who you got as your second? Uh, I'm going with probably the hottest waiver wire pickup this week. We're going with Darness Johnson, running back of the Cleveland Browns. So with Chubb and Hunt injured, it's next man up. Unfortunately, the O-line and Baker are also down for the count. So look for Denver to stack the box and make Case Keenum beat him with his arm. He's a bust just for those reasons I just said. Uh, yeah, Landry is activated, so maybe that helps a little bit. But I don't see him getting – I don't see him balling out the way Hunt and uh, Chubb will. So he's a bust in my book. Yeah, I, I agree with you. He is a bust. Uh, it's Case Keenum. It's the Browns. I don't think they're going anywhere special. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a bust. <laughs> There's nothing you can say, especially if you're a backup. Well, you're, th- you're a third-string backup, bro. Like – you're, you we're not expecting anything special of you. Uh, pr- probably don't pick him up in your leagues. Well, it's just the deck. the The deck is stacked against him because the O line is injured. Most of the O line or half the O line is injured. You don't have your starting quarterback. Not that he would help anyways, because he's a bum. And you're going in playing Denver, who Von Miller even said, "I'm hungry this week." Yeah. So Von Miller is going to be on a tear, and that even though the Broncos stink their defense is still something you should respect. So I just don't think he's going to do much tonight on Thursday night football, Thursday night football. All right. I am going with another wide receiver. I'm going with Sterling Shepard. 
even though Galladay will most likely not see action this week, I see Sterling Shepard as a bust this week versus a Carolina defense that is ranked probably top five, maybe top three in the league. After not crush- anymore. <laughs> what? Well, okay. Not well, anymore. yeah. After, you know what, though? After crushing the Vikings last week, look. I'm uh, sorry, crushing loss. Sorry, my bad. Reading wrong. After a crushing loss uh, to the Vikings last week, look for Carolina to bounce back uh, versus an injury-riddled Giants team, especially when their starting QB doesn't look like an NFL starter. Not even breaking 10 fantasy points in in his last two games? You should be looking elsewhere for a waiver wire uh, pickup for a replacement bye week wide receiver like there's no there's no chance in hell sterling shepherd is going to do anything with daniel jones at the helm especially when he throws three three ints in the game malky not when not when daniel daniel Dan, danny dimes or i call him danny, danny chump dimes? change danny <laughs> chump change starts to run in the end zone himself and gets knocked off his ass no he yeah. he's terrible it was a horrible pick by the giants and they have so many injuries, it's it's not going to help his cause. Look for him to get roughed up again. Sterling Shepard might catch a couple, but he's not going to change the world uh, with yeah. his performance. So he's a huge bust in my book. And you know what? On top of that, just don't pick up any New York Giants players anymore. <laughs> yeah, just, yeah. Like, their offensive line is injured, so their running game is going to be terrible. Their quarterback's terrible. Their wide receiver's terrible. Even their tight end is terrible. And I like tight ends. <laughs> yeah, of course you do. <laughs> <laughs> moving on. Uh, moving on to uh, Ba's favorite uh, subject because he created it. We're going with Toonie Beds. And I'm going to let him start us off this week. So oh, enjoy. Yeah. Hey, everybody. Ba here for another week of Toonie Beds. Excited to hear the show. Can't wait for your picks. Uh, Not the best games to choose from, but mine is actually going to be Washington versus Green Bay. And I'm hoping I went the Melky route, chose an easy one. I'm taking Green Bay. They're going to go six and one. Washington is fucking horrible. I think dead last against the pass. So I think Rodgers is just going to bomb it out. Uh, I know Heineke is pumped because he loves Brett Favre and to play at Lambeau. But besides maybe some garbage time, no, they're going to get roasted. And I'm hoping this is a really easy pick to get back on track. Uh, like I said, I can't wait to hear yours. Peace, boys. I like that pick. I actually thought he was going to pick Washington for a second. I was like, <laughs> where's he going with this? Now nah, he ain't down with those bold predictions like you, man. <laughs> I, I love my bold predictions. All right. Who do you got this week then? Huh. I got... Uh, I got the Titans over KC. KC's looking a little uh, rough on the defensive side. Uh, Tennessee has AJ Brown coming back. I think he's going to play. Um, I think Julio might be playing. And then you got Derrick Henry, who's going to run through these guys. I'm predicting Derrick Henry puts up 200 yards this game. Ooh, okay. What do you think the score is going to be? I'm interested. I, I'm hoping this is a shootout because I have Tannehill as my quarterback this week. So what do you think the score is going to be since neither one of these teams play defense? Uh, I want to say 36 to 24 for Tennessee. No, it's, it's going to be closer than that. No. I, than that. I get, okay, well, the Tennessee's defense is mediocre they're they're better than KC's defense, so yeah, everyone's better than KC's defense. Okay, okay, let's go. Let's go. Thirty six. Okay, check the line. Thirty one. Check the line. Check check the, the the pro, pro line. line. Yeah. Okay, I'll check the pro line. You tell me your tuny bet. Well, you yeah. well, I check pro line. All right. Well, Gooby's doing that. I'm you know Mr. Milk Chocolate here always goes with the easy and for sure pick the no brainers. He's going with. The undefeated Arizona Cardinals over the stupid ass, crappy ass Houston Texans, and they're gonna romp them. And it's this is like David versus Goliath. Only this time, David has no chance in hell. Look for the Cardinals to stay perfect. Kansas City by five and five and a half. Five and a half. Yeah. So they're predicted. They're predicted to win by five and a half. So just under a touchdown. Um, and the home team's Tennessee, and home team normally gets three points, so they're expecting 
technically KC to win by over a touchdown. So, yeah, I'm going to – okay, I'll change it. 36 to 31. I think uh, I think Tennessee takes it. 36 to 31. Uh, I think Tannehill will have a game. I think A.J. Brown's going to have a game. And I think Derrick Henry's going to have 200 yards, two touchdowns, maybe three. I'm, 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 I'm trying to say two because I want you to get your, your – uh, your Tannehill stats up. You know what? I if Henry gets five touchdowns, I could care less as long as they're all passing touchdowns. <laughs> all right, all right. That I'm cool with that. But hey, that's the end of that chapter. Another solid episode in the playbook. Yes, Thanks, sir. Thanks, Gooby, for being my partner, my quarterback. <laughs> okay, Tio. Anything you'd like to add, bro? Uh, yeah, I'm going to be in the Bahamas. With uh, what the fuck, uh, uh, Jessica Simpson? Just so you know, she's still relevant. Uh, I mean, I mean, Romo was in there. That's my quarterback. That's my yeah, teammate. Didn't she think like Dolphin was the chicken of the sea or something? I don't, I don't know. But I was just going off your reference. <laughs> that's my quarterback. But that's my teammate. So you know what? If if you're going that route, I I'm in the Bahamas with Jessica Simpson. And I'm okay with that. Yo, didn't Jason Witten get in on that too? Do you think they had like a menage a trois? Oh, definitely. Jason Witten's Tony Romo's tight end. Of course. <laughs> of course they had a three-way. We do everything together. On the field and off. Break. <laughs> Did we just become best friends? Yup. Yep. Yeah, they're not Eskimo brothers. Ew. <laughs> Anyways, man. I need to win in the worst fucking way. Worse than the Lions, actually. Hey, thank you, uh, NA30, um, you know, for everything, for allowing us to have this pod. Uh, look for a new Leafs, Leafs and Jays from Bot and Anthony coming soon. It's going to be an awesome listen. Yo, the Cowboys are on a bye this week, unfortunately, because they're the hottest team going around. And y'all can suck it because you know it's true. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, y- y'all can suck it. Eagles suck. Denver sucks. Vikings suck. Oh, that's what we play next week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Yeah, we do. Yeah, we yeah. do. I'm going to try and get a special guest uh, for next week, even if it's just a voice message uh, for our little banter, because we play the Vikings, and it's 1-1 in the last three years as they won two years ago. We won last season, and we're looking to break the tie because we're just simply better. Yes, sir. Well, on that note, everyone have a great week. Enjoy your football. And 